Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about a very important topic, staff morale. We'll start with a question from a new manager who discovers that the 15 people she's been hired to manage are suffering from very low morale. Mm. Discuss what she can do to turn her team around. Yeah, fostering good morale among staff is such a key ingredient to any manager's success, and bad morale can be hard to break. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I recently started a new job as the head of a department for a growing company. Initially, I was very excited about the job because it involves building a division of a company and manage 20, uh, excuse me, and manage 15 people. My first day on the job, however, I was shocked to discover that the morale is really bad. Hmm. Most of my staff feel unappreciated and undervalued. They say that the CEO has lied to them on several occasions and they don't believe that anyone at the company cares about them. What do I do to turn this situation around? Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, the good news is that she didn't cause it. Um, <laughs> that, or I'm assuming it's a woman, that this person um, walked into the situation and there are things that can be done to turn, because you're the new person, you didn't cause right. it. Right. So um yeah. Want me to start? I think, you know, what I would do is I'd listen to everybody, meet with everybody, listen to them. And mm -hmm. then as soon as possible, I would do a two day retreat. Mm. And I think this is really important. And if there is no budget, there is zero money, then just go to a park and sit mm -hmm. in the park. But I think that if you can get some money and you can either take them away or find a place that's close by where you can meet with them outside of the office. Yeah. And I think it should be a two-day retreat. May not be possible. You can do a one-day retreat. But I think it's important that you bring everyone together. Yes. So what I think would be good is if you can, after you've heard all their venting, is that you then lay out your vision of uh -huh. what you believe this department's value is and what you think... Um, you know, under your leadership, what you can produce together and get them excited about that. Yeah. Um, and then I think either the second half or the second day would be do something team building together. So I don't know, maybe because I like to cook, but I think a cooking class for the whole team, it really shows you. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody likes cooking though. So there's a lot of athletic things you can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, that are team building, but, you know, just Google it and get some ideas. And I think a team building exercise would be a lot of fun. It doesn't right. have to be long. It can just be two hours, just yeah. something that everybody can participate in. So I think this is brilliant idea, Kathy, and it makes all the sense in the world. And what it sounds like is you're saying first, no matter what, first, you need to find out what they're unhappy about, like right. find out the specifics from each person. Then you're saying that this retreat would be about, I guess, again, maybe in a group ses setting, everyone can, again, air their grievances, but mm -hmm. 
but then talking about what we want to create moving forward. Yeah, I would rather the grievances were aired prior to the event and uh -huh. then go on this team building. I would not allow any grievances. Say, moving forward, this is my vision. Uh -huh. This is what we're going to accomplish together. Yes. Okay. And then the the doing the cooking class or some kind of sports event or something is about having fun as a team and right. building, literally building positive morale through action. Right. And then I think, you know, you really have to be transparent after that and hold a lot of meetings, make sure you, you run group meetings at least once a week, if not more, yeah. more than that. Um, if there are people that won't get on board with you and your vision, then you may want to see if you can move them to another department or if you can move them out of the company. And that's yeah. going to happen. There's a ringleader or somebody that just can't get over it. Yeah. And let them know, you know, we're starting a whole new way of doing things. If you can't get on board, I can help you find something else. Because yeah. I, I don't think that's going to really work out if you keep somebody negative on the team. Yeah. You know, I think what's interesting, two things. One is that um, the first, the a very, very important thing to build with any group is trust, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, having them entrust you with what it is that they're unhappy about, but then asking for them to trust you to move forward in a constructive way. And then, as you say, you know, continuing to sort of lead the team in this very positive, constructive manner. And I was actually thinking of Ted Lassa. <laughs> One of the things that he seems to employ is he, he things like a cooking class, he constantly sort of surprises his team members with exercises that get them to think beyond their, you know, their limited uh, thinking. And so right. I, I'm thinking maybe as a manager that you do do that retreat, but you continue to foster um, and challenge your staff to think in fresh ways and to work together as a team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole idea. You got to get them out of the past and into the future. And that's one way of doing it. Now, how to maintain it is a whole other, yeah, you know, whole other thing. But that's why I say get rid of the people that, you know, won't can't get on board with you. And it's very important that you stay very positive and upbeat because that's contagious. Yeah. Like Ted Lasso. He he, yeah. you know, um, you know, he had his own issues, but he always stayed very positive and he always focused on the team, not the individuals. And that ultimately worked. Yeah. Um, but that was a TV show. So, <laughs> you know, things don't always play out the same way, but yes, except that it does show the things that are likely to happen, which is you will be tested. Whatever you do, there yeah. will be those who probably join with you and say, yes, let's, let's take a fresh approach. Let's do it. There will be those who are going to be more skeptical. Yeah. Um, there will be those that test you. And you, so you have to kind of be ready for all of it and not take it personally and just think of this as like group think. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you're going to have to shield them from the CEO and from, from things that where they maybe would feel devalued or they're lied to. And that's yeah. going to be your job is to get them to be highly functional and keep them away from, if in fact it's true, but it probably is. It could yeah. have just been their last manager that was just really awful. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have to figure out what that is that, yeah. you know, drove this, or this 
this team to be so dysfunctional. Yeah. Um, but you want to get them to be functioning as a team and you want them to like their jobs because you're going to need them. There's 15 yeah. of them. Somebody has to do that work. <laughs> yeah. So you are taught, we're talking about since they're saying they feel unappreciated, undervalued, that the first thing you do is you appreciate them. You show that you want to invest in them by doing this retreat. Yeah. You continue to, it sounds like rather than sort of pull away, you lean in to use a, a, an old term, but you lean in and expect more of them, right? And really keep challenging them to work as a team. Yeah, you. so uh, I probably should go back and say at the beginning, you do have to hear all of their complaints and hear what has gone wrong. Yeah. You know, look at all of that material and see what you can solve, you know, see if there are problems that you can take care of um, and protect them from. Yeah. You know, the, the job of a manager is not just to manage everybody, but it is to protect your team. Yes. And to fight for them. Sometimes you have to fight for your team. And if you don't, that that can cause a lot of issues going forward. Yeah. So that's a big part. And I don't know if that's what this person is up against. It's, it sounds like they might be up against a lying CEO. Yeah. Like there might be issues that they're going to have to protect and fight for them. Right. Yeah. And you can't really share all that, you know? No. But what I was going to say is you, it is such a great example of earning their trust. Like you have to show that you're yeah. willing to do the necessary to earn their trust to the best of your capacity, right? Yeah. Like what you're able to do. Yeah. So it's a big calling. I mean, it's not easy when you walk into a bad, um, bad morale issue. And, you know, there are managers that, uh, have a bad morale and they partially caused it yeah. and they're going to have to get some coaching and learn what they did wrong and yeah. change that behavior if they want to turn people around because once people have you um you know branded as a problem yeah that's not easy to unbrand yourself yeah I think the biggest mistake, honestly, when it comes to bad morale, whether it's something you discover as a new manager or something you find out you created is to avoid it, you know, or to pretend it's not there, try to, I don't know, wash over it and still get people to do your bidding when yeah. that's just, that just makes it worse. Yeah. So I have a lot to say, if you have a bad morale and you caused it, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think you can turn around a team that you walk into I, that. And I've seen people do it. Yeah. So I would not run away from that. If that's you take a job and you find out, whoa, I've got to build morale here. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. It's always good to follow a bad manager. <laughs> Potentially it can be good. Right. To that's a whole sort of, you know, truth, which is, um, if you follow a bad manager, you'll probably be really respected. Like you, you won't be able to do anything wrong. It's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm just going to review the steps one more time. We're talking about walk in, you discover there's low morale or bad morale. The first thing you do is sort of investigate what is it about. And as you say, really listen to their grievances yep. and consider what it is you can do to uh, repair the situation. Secondly, you also take proactive steps to build better morale by doing some kind of group activity, possibly a retreat, possibly um, certainly brainstorming of how you want to make the department better, and then some kind of a fun activity like a cooking class, a sports 
activity or some kind of event to get them to bond together in a more po positive fashion. Yeah. And then you follow up by really continuing to hold, state your expectations, hold people accountable and noticing if there are some people who can't convert. <laughs> and if those, if you have some like that, who just can't let go of the resentment that you may help them make a lateral move elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to have to continue to foster the, the good, um, culture by being transparent and meeting with them regularly, be, being on top of it and defending your department. Yes. Protecting them as best. Yes. You can. Yes. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to my crazy office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.